Hey, Ankita, can you say hi? Hello, Vipasha. Okay, wait a minute. This is Ankita Chawla, better known as Hustle Rani. She is a TEDx speaker, content creator, and a marketer. I wanted to interview her, and hence I made a reel and asked her, "Dear Ankita Chawla, I would like to interview you." She ended up saying yes. This is that very interview, and if in case you want three years of good luck or just no art blocks ever again, consider subscribing to Vartalab. All right, on with the interview. Hi, Ankita. Hi, Vipasha. Good evening. Good evening. I'm glad to have you. Uh, I'm really excited that I'm finally going to get to interview you. And uh, the purpose of this interview is sort of to understand marketing mm-hmm. and also to somehow help artists who end up. coming upon this interview or watching it maybe consider marketing instead of just the traditional fields that artists are sort of pushed into for sure for sure and also completing my assignment <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest goal we have here actually yes <laughs> okay um so ankita the first question is um when it comes to marketing all of us have the sort of perception that marketing is like very glamorous and we see the examples of like shows like mad men ki oh my god like everything happens so quickly and all of these decisions are taken and it's so creative how does like on on the job what exactly happens what does ma- a job in marketing actually look like i mean if i have to answer that uh, question briefly hmm um I wish marketing looked like decisions being taken at the flick of a lighter when somebody is like you know smoking a cigarette but uh, that unfortunately does not happen uh it is a lot like waiting for like you know your uh, manager to first approve your copy then your team members then the boss above your manager then the final client then the client coming back with changes then you explaining your idea to them and by that someone has already finished five cigarettes <laughs> so it's not so quick as we would like it to be but sure as hell keeps you on your toes and it keeps your mind thinking in different directions and that's i think one of the best parts that i like about this profession is that there's not a single day where i don't get to think about you know whatever it is that is happening in routine in the world a little differently hmm. it makes you challenge your thinking a lot Hmm. So that uh, depiction of uh, the marketing and the advertising world in Mad Men is correct for sure. Can't say about the rest of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the second question is: If suppose I want to, I decide one day that okay, yeah, I want to go and be- become a marketer. What are the top three skills that I should try to develop so that I am relevant? Okay. Uh, first one for sure is being able to. read the room hmm. you know you read the room is basically like you know being able to analyze trends being able to understand what the client's requirement is and hmm. also you know being able to understand if your idea is flying with the audience or not okay hmm. so reading the room literally means um, like you know looking at daily interactions of people be it on on ground or on the digital world and analyzing it and thinking that oh what's happening what's working what's not working bringing those insights back into your work and then like you know floating it around with your team so um, just i think you know having an eye open even when you're sleeping just to observe people i think the way like we as humans behave is the biggest insight for like 
a marketer to have. Hmm. You know, like take the example of Bon Vita. Bon Vita's target audience is not the little seven, eight year old kids that they show. Hmm. Those seven, eight year old kids are always shown with their mothers because they are the they are the purchase. Um, and they are the decision makers. Yeah, they are the actual purchasers. Yeah. They are the ones who will decide if Bon Vita will come into the house or Horlicks or Comlan or whatever it is. So even though the target user is the kid, the target customer is the mom. Hmm. And you know, it's only because someone back in the day had an insight that अगर बच्चे का प्रोडक्ट है बच्चे को थोड़ा ना बेचेंगे बच्चे की मम्मी को बेचेंगे because she's the decision maker and that's how it translated into creative ideas and it still happens till date just one human insight that translates into how an entire generation of products gets marketed is i think one of the biggest biggest um uh sign of a good marketer uh and uh one, one second the second skill that uh, someone should have is to be able to talk briefly and not over explain things and that's where i'm going to leave it at hmm. don't take by my word hmm. thirdly uh it would be people skills for sure you know hmm. when you're getting work done not just the, like understanding the concepts of marketing but these people skills actually are you know being able to interact with your colleagues in a manner being able to interact with your boss and your team members in a manner that it brings out the best uh, hmm. like you know out of everyone rather than being a hurdle for people uh, enabling them in a manner so that they help out and bring out their best versions to work and you know dealing with difficult people it's it's one of the most important things you as a marketer needs to learn because marketing a marketing professional always has a vibe of someone you know who is an approachable person an easy going person and you know someone like who is within uh, like with an easy and outgoing attitude Mm-hmm. that is partly true you need to be that person in order to thrive in this profession so these mm-hmm. would be the three things second the third question is mm-hmm. how relevant is an education in marketing when it comes to your daily job so okay uh, i mean you know there's this uh, very popular meme mm-hmm. which um, says that uh, for like anyone who is you know like limiting the other person that they only need to come from this background like can only achieve whatever it is that mankind has achieved in that field there's a very popular meme that goes like um, yes of course you know you don't need shoes to run but a pair of running shoes definitely help you know mm-hmm. like the way they say you don't need alcohol to have fun mm-hmm. but damn it really helps if you do mm. <laughs> so it's the same thing i mean of course you do not need a marketing degree to mm. become a marketer but if you have one mm. it of course helps you back up your ideas in meetings when you're trying to establish why a certain message would work for a certain audience because this is the model i would like to back it up with like you want to showcase how you want to you know position certain graphics mm. on a diagram so you'll be like you know what i'm going to use the ida model which is the attention interest decision action stage model mm-hmm. but i'm going to first people 
capture people's interest capture people's attention then going to take their interest so that they make a decision and then they come to action stage when you are able to explain your ideas with the backing that is already established by world renowned marketers mm-hmm. from like you know the past 100 200 years i think like sounding smart is a different thing but being thorough with your concepts to truly understand that your idea is logical is a different thing and i stand by the second one which is why i feel having had formal education in marketing and communication has definitely helped me understand that you know even before you get to talking to people awareness is the first thing that is required so you go step by step mm-hmm. it's the same thing as if you see a pretty girl sitting at a bar you just won't go up to her and ask her to marry you mm-hmm. you get to know her first mm-hmm. you'll ask her out on a second date mm-hmm. then you ask her if you can go for a movie Mm-hmm. then you get close then maybe a first kiss happens it's the same thing with customer acquisition you can't ask a new customer to buy goodies worth 10k from you mm-hmm. you need to first like go through the brand awareness stage then the customer will go through the brand consideration stage mm-hmm. then they'll add your products to their cart and then they love your product so much you then have a loyal customer which is why like you know all these uh, observations and knowing of the models definitely helps you understand these concepts a lot better mm-hmm. as i say you can run barefoot but a pair of running shoes definitely help it sort of maybe even helps back the intuitions that you have for sure for sure it's it's basically you know that voice in your gut that tells you no this idea is logical like mm-hmm. if you try to map it back to what knowledge you have this will work all right okay now coming sort of back to the art and creativity part so i'm myself an artist this is why this becomes a little relevant um so how can an artist or someone who's creative leverage their skills when it comes to marketing how how relevant is maybe an artistic and creative temperament in marketing uh i think if you're a person who is especially in the creative side of marketing mm-hmm. as compared to just the account management and um, you know the client dealing side of marketing having a knack for creativity of course is a leverage mm. you know mm. because um it's like anyone can press the buttons you know but not everyone can design the code behind the buttons mm. so creativity is just having that superpower in the room mm. uh, and the reason i call it a superpower is is because like you know hundreds of years ago there was someone who was able to come up with the concept of a half human and a half horse right and the fact that something does not exist and we're able to think about the same thing right now hmm. the power of creativity maybe your horse is purple in color mine is brown right now hmm. but again like if you if your mind can work in different ways and uh, if you're able to contextualize what your brain already knows versus what is the problem at hand hmm. that's about it that's where creativity comes in some people are able to bridge that gap and some people are not the ones who are able to of course come up with the most innovative solutions like chocolate chip was never intended to be an actual invention it was a mistake hmm it uh, was a mistake in someone's uh, kitchen when they were trying to figure out how to make uh, like they were trying to figure out uh, you know how to get the perfect consistency of the cake mm-hmm. batter and when it came out uh, they just like discovered there was something hard in it Mm-hmm. they decided to call it chocolate chips and it became a product of its own so it, it's like only those who dared to try something different and even if it comes up with a different result doesn't mean that you're wrong and it's mm-hmm. all about being able to embrace that approach is what makes you creative 
Yes. Okay. Um, so this relatively shifts a little from the marketing side of things and goes slightly personal, not too personal. Um, how do you balance creating content and your job? Because I mean, it's really hard. It's really hard. I know that. But how mm. do you do it? I mean, you've currently seen. I've pushed your call thrice now, and I'm pretty sure you would have been like, I thought I would be facing a seething. The <laughs> was like, you gave me your time, and you didn't even show up. So like, I my schedule just like spills over a lot of times, and mm-hmm. I allow for that margin for it to go haywire because I know it will. So I'm not a planner. Mm-hmm. I don't think like creative people can can be planners, but again. That's just an assumption I'm making. Uh, the way I'm able to manage it is uh, by not admitting that I'm able to manage it because I know for <laughs> sure this is not managing. This is just like me wanting to this now, wanting to do this, now I want to do this, now I want to do this, sleep, wake up, coffee, now I want to do this, now I want to do this. That's my life. <laughs> so, uh, but I would like to give people a tip to people who are working from home uh, is that. Um, you know, it's really good to have something that, you know, you're doing on the side while you also have a nine to five because a nine to five is not, you know, the dal chawal at home that you're tied to. And you, like, you know, uh, no, this is my bread and butter. I have to be like uh, so loyal to it. Of course, you have to be loyal to it. Mm. But um, nine to five, like needs to be also looked at in a very functional manner. Mm-hmm. Your nine to five as tools that you have. Okay. Those tools should enable you to learn things okay hmm. and secondly be able to practice the things you're learning and also play around with those tools outside of your job hmm. yeah. so say if i am learning uh, a new software at work hmm. uh, where i have to say make a teaser for a talk show i'm going to use those video editing skills to maybe make a vlog for my own channel someday hmm. which means my nine to five is basically giving me tools to explore my own skill set it's up to me where I take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I do is I find out time before the job and I find out time after the job and then weekends are completely mine, which mm-hmm. I majorly use to shoot content. But of course, it's not as binary. During work, like I know when a task requires 100% of my attention. All devices kept away, I will focus on it and complete it to the T. Mm-hmm. But I feel it's also okay to find you know those little, little 10-minute pocket Mm-hmm. Of, or like you know 10 minute windows where you know you can take a quick glance on your gmail reply to a few emails uh get a quick glance on your instagram maybe post the thing that you were planning last night and you know get back to work again it's all about finding those 10 minute windows to get your own stuff done provided you know you already have your content planned your ideas panned out and that's about it mm-hmm. i honestly am a very distracted child i've always been i still am so Although that's not the best quality in an employee, uh, <laughs> I do feel it helps me multi-task, multitask and think of multiple things at once. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when like I'm working, uh, most of the times I'm thinking that, okay, you know what? I just had an idea for an Instagram post. This is what I'm going to do. So I mean, it's, it's, it's after a point, it's all about how badly you want to do it, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing out of work. And for me, I really want to do it badly. Okay, um, Ankita, the last question that I have for you. How yes. do you make sure that your creativity survives? Like there's this uh, dialogue phrase that 
you made in one of your ted talks that um, creativity surviving in the corporate and i really really liked it so mm. how do you make sure that your creativity survives maybe in the corporate or outside of it i think uh, for outside it thrives okay no mm. no doubt about that mm. but uh, inside a corporate i also understand and respect the fact that if i'm working with a company that has been established for over 200 years mm. of course it has a few traditions and rules and regulations that have been in place and i need to respect it and mm. i need to live by it mm. but i also understand that if a company has been able to stand so strong for 200 years i'm sure they're innovating every day mm. which is the room i go in mm-hmm. and uh, you know try to push boundaries in so it takes a bit of shamelessness it takes a bit of um, courage and uh, a lot of guts to you know come up with something and not just come up with it but also pitch it and fight for that idea when you truly believe in it hmm. you know for people you will meet a lot of people at work who will be like but this is how we've always done it and hmm. i feel that is such a destructive mentality to have of course i mean if it's a rule that has been in place i understand hmm. but just because things have been done a certain way doesn't mean we could do them better mm-hmm. right doesn't mean we can't do them better sorry yeah. and uh, like that's a mentality i love challenging you know for fun time it's almost like poking a bear and getting a hug out of it by the end of it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so try not to be eaten alive when you poke these bears at your workplace whoever is <laughs> listening to this interview mm-hmm. but uh, make sure you have the courage to poke the bear with whatever mm-hmm. creative ideas you have because it is a must for creativity to survive in a corporate and i think that skill is also something i eventually learned in the job in the first 4 5 months i was a chicken mm-hmm. i didn't have like guts to stand up to people um who you know were elder to me who had already been established uh here and who were already doing kickass work it only made me realize that you know i'm an equal part of this organization and maybe they were first timers sometime and they didn't have a deadline that till 6 months we'll be very innocent and after that we'll just start you know telling people the way things are uh, on their faces mm-hmm. like that switch does not have a timeline so i might as well you know start telling people start holding my ground and tell them that you know you want the background back but i don't think it'll, it'll look good mm-hmm. and uh, i appreciate if you trust my opinion mm-hmm. like, with that on calls now mm-hmm. and yeah i think it it comes with experience and it will come to whoever is listening to this interview and still struggling with the fact that how they how will their idea survive hmm. you truly think and if you have that strong a vision hmm. first of all create it on paper hmm. create it in whatever powerpoint it is that you're pitching okay hmm. make sure your idea is so beautifully explained that you don't even have to do the talking hmm. to convince people make sure the idea is that full proof and if you still need to do a little bit of talking go ahead do it mm-hmm. half of uh, office and agency culture is uh, let's get on a call let's get on a call we don't want to read emails so you will be called on a call you will be asked to pitch your idea mm-hmm. make sure the idea is full proof and make sure you poke the bear when the bear tries to bite back mm-hmm. and uh, there it is even if like your idea does not fly through at least they know you have the grit hmm. to push for that idea yes and i think there's a very very important quality in a creative professional to fight for the actually think could be a good vision so thank you so much ankita for coming here and for letting me interview you and for helping me finish my assignment <laughs>
Super, super happy to help you. <laughs>